Welcome, Sippers. This is your host, Miss Mo. You are tuned in to the Tea with Mo. It is another Sunday, the first Sunday in October. We have officially hit holiday season. I am so happy we are at the almost end of this 2020 year. So, y'all know here at the Tea with Mo, we are all things tea. Our tea reduces stress, it provides nourishment, and it helps smooth, it helps soothe our mind, body, and spirit. Now, if I sound a little tired this week, y'all can blame my lovely co-host, Miss Sunny, because I was in Raleigh Durham, catching up with her, running behind her at the mall with my god baby, letting her do her little shopping. Her mama is a hater, FYI. She wouldn't let her get buzz light year. So I just want y'all to know she was hating on TT. Sunny, how are you doing today? We're doing great. Uh, we just went out and did a little more shopping. <laughs> and oh. yeah, she absolutely loves her gift from her TT. We played with it all night and all day. And she has it right now in her purse. Just like a little diva should. Just training the little diva the right way. You know, that's always going. Don't worry, I'll be sending her the Buzz Lightyear via Amazon as soon as we get off today's show. So you don't have to worry about that. Mia, it is on the way. So what tea tea have you been sipping on this week? This week I have actually just been sipping on regular hot black tea. Um, That's been my tea choice for this particular week. How about you? Well, currently right now I am sipping on some peach tea hot. Um, I really didn't do much tea this week. I was on the go for most of this week as, you know, visiting you and visiting my family. Shout out to General Young, who will be officially retired. My aunt retired from 32 years of service from the United States Army. So shout out to her and the rest of my family this weekend. That was a blast. Um, What an amazing uh, career she has had. And we definitely, definitely want to thank her for her service and her family for the service. So I haven't been doing much tea. Um, it's been more of water and coffee to stay awake, pretty much. That's been my go-to. Um, I did, though, guys, get my Krakatoa tea, my cinnamon and hazelnut tea. I told y'all that once I got it, I was going to give a good raise. And let me tell you, it was so amazing. I needed no creamer. I did two, maybe my two spoonfuls. Usually in my coffee, I'm doing like five spoonfuls of sugar. Yes, I know that's a lot, but that's okay. But 
it needed not much. It was so refreshing. Um, I know our sisters out there saw my post about Pecan Heaven and the pound cake that she gave to me, which was still amazing, which I'm about to have a slice after the show, probably during the show, I might have one. So if y'all hear me smacking, my bad. But that pound cake is smack worthy. Let me just say that. So what is our tea of the week this week? Our tea of the week this week is prickly pear. No. I switched it at the last minute. The tea for this week is blue butterfly pea flower tea. The reason why I switched that is because if y'all remember last week, we had this caller told us about, I believe Keisha told us about the blue butterfly pea flower tea. Some of the benefits of that tea is it promotes graceful aging. And let me say, we just had our birthdays. We definitely want to be that, you know, you being over 45. You definitely probably want to drink this tea. You know, I've got a couple of years left being 35, you know. But black don't crack, so we know that. It provides an oxidant support, contains, um, it actually supports glowing skin. So this one was really good for skin worthy. Um, it promotes cognitive support. And, of course, as our tea does, it reduces stress. Um, so I thought that this was a really good tea because, it actually turns blue. I actually did get some of this tea from Amazon. I didn't try it. I just wanted to see if it turned blue, like she said last week, and it actually does turn blue. Um, it's got a very earthy smell to it. So for those of y'all out there who need some help with your aging, go ahead and pick up that blue um, butterfly pea flower tea. So that is our tea of the week. So we are going to take a short music break, guys, and when we come back, we are going to bring in our feature, Ms. Crystal Storm. We are so excited to have her on. I cannot wait to talk to her, and this conversation is going to get a little weird. I'm sure it is. Um, we've got a special caller that is going to call in in a little bit and give her account on our topic of the week. So that's going to be really interesting. So you guys sit back and relax, and we will be right back. Quick note, just remember that if you want to share your experience on this topic of the week or have a question for our feature, our call-in number is 566-999-3028. Press 1 to share your T, and so we know that you want to speak. Again, it's 563-999-3028. We'll be right back, guys. You're jaded, baby, wipe your eyes Don't let him see that he got the best of you Girl, I'll take the rest of you Look, I got a question for you Is it worth it? Real love, do you think you deserve it? Cut him off, go and find your purpose And get you a nigga that's solid Personally, I'll do more than support your dreams Baby, get you a me It's time to boss up Fix your credit, girl, get at it, get your bag up Hit that gym and get back fine Go get that degree, go girl, focus on me Unlock potential that you didn't know you had in you Fuck that nigga, hey. Oh yeah, it's time to mix it up and get your glow, girl I know that you gon' get it, you got so much Don't let nobody tell you that 
nervous, stop playing It's time to bust up Fix your credit, girl, get at it Get your bag up Get that gym and get back fine Oh, get that degree, go, girl Focus on me Unlock potential that you didn't know you had And you fuck that nigga You are tuned in again to the Tea with Mo. That call with number is 563-999-3028. Press 1 if you would like to share your tea during our topic session. So, guys, this week our show is titled, Dear Aliens, Say This. The question of the week is, do you believe in aliens? This is definitely a taboo topic in our community. We do not like to talk about things that are beyond this earth. I asked a couple of my elders this question this past weekend, and I got a frown upside down face. I got a very confused face like, Monica, you are weird. Um, Another one got, why would I care? Um, Someone also said Trump's an alien. I said, oh, okay, I can get with that one. I can agree with that topic. So (laughs) we are excited this week that we are featuring along those topics. And quick note, y'all will see for October, we've got some really fun topics this week or this month. We are going to be all things spooky, all things uh, out of this world, all things medium talk, trick-or-treating, fun, because not all topics have to be so serious. We've covered some very serious topics, honey. And we're going to switch it up. And we need to have conversations like this because we don't. So, as we say, our tea is hot, bold, and may not be for everybody, but hey, it's okay. We're going to talk about these topics regardless. So, you know what, Sunny? I'll wait and ask the question. We'll wait till we get Crystal on, and then we'll go and ask the question. Usually, I'll ask the question, but I'm going to wait. So, who do we have with us this week? This week? We have Miss Crystal Storm, and she is a woman of many hats. She is five feet tall, hates mornings, and is a night owl. Her aliases are Woo Woo and Sea Money. Readers find her dedicated to giving them stories that encourage them and find ways to make the mundane magical. Crystal is a busy creative preneur. She video reviews books, movies, and has a vlog series of and owns a fiction podcast where you can 
Lord, my old age, I need glasses. Okay. You do. Where she reads her books. <laughs> Don't judge me. Just tell me. Where she reads her books and fan fiction stories. If you're a geeky gamer, you can catch Crystal live on her Twitch channel where she plays all video games on the easiest setting. Crystal's currently writing the next book in the Sinaki series while sharing her creative process to give readers an immersive experience into the university universe of Sinarchy. You can find details of that, join her mailing list, and keep up with her creative content on her website, crystalsimagination.com. Well, let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome her into the studio. But y'all know how I am about my sound effects, and it wouldn't be the tea with Mo if I didn't give her the welcome. <laughs> welcome, Crystal. We are so excited to have you here on the Tea with Mo today talking on this topic. I know this is right up your alley, so I'm so, so excited. What a great bio. That is a great bio. Did you write that yourself? Uh, all authors, all authors hate writing bios, uh, I feel like. But, yeah, I did. And uh, some of the things that I added to it, I, I, I told my editor that I wanted my bio just to be, I write books, I hate mornings. And my editor said, no, that couldn't be my bio, and I had to actually write one. So that was a lot of trial and error and asking Twitter friends and my friends. And, yeah, it, it, was, it was hard. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I definitely can understand that as a fellow author, having to write my own bio, I was like, uh, I really have to? Like, I have to talk about myself? What? And I love that style. I hate mornings. That should be a shirt. I hate mornings. Probably is. But that's a good, that would it be It probably good is. Bio. Yeah, I do. I do hate mornings. Okay. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> well, it that's wouldn't be That's one of the reasons model. I don't have kids, because I hate mornings. That's it right there. Well, you know what? I hate mornings and I have kids, so. Okay. Well, actually, no. I hate kids. I hate mornings in COVID season. When they go back to school in person, then I will love my mornings again because then they go away from me. (laughs) Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Moms are like superheroes, though. I feel like once you become a mom, you just do all kinds of stuff that you never thought you would do, so. That's true. I definitely, my, actually what's funny is my daughter just told me that about three or four days ago. She's like, Mom, you're something like a superhero. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of am. Yeah, I kind of am. I mean, we play so many roles. Doctors, counselors, mm-hmm. uh, disciplinary, yeah, so many hats. Yeah. But we oh, yeah. would not be the tea with Mo if we didn't ask this question. What is either your favorite tea or a tea that you've been sipping on in the past couple of weeks? Uh, I'm not a huge tea drinker. I am on the tea with Mo, and I'm like, well, you know, coffee is the bomb. Uh, but when I do drink tea, uh, I like green tea. I like, I do. I like a, I like a green tea. Yeah. Green tea. Okay, we, you know, green tea and our running, our running top green tea and our white leaf tea. Are, are running contenders on one and two of the best teas that everyone has liked or added benefits. Green tea, I would definitely mm. say, is the is the crowd favorite. Um, a lot of yeah. people drink green tea, and I definitely like green tea. I'll go to a green tea. Um, if I don't want to drink anything else with just no flavor and eat some tea, green tea is definitely the first choice. 
Yeah. So definitely. let's let's get straight into learning about you and Crystal's imagination. So my first question would be, if you had to describe Crystal's imagination in just three words, what would those three words be? See, now you asked me this. She, like, sent me these questions, and I was like, oh, wait, how do you even? Uh, three words. So it would definitely be uh, Crystal's imagination is it's unique, uh, creativity, and immersion. Why those three? Um, because diving into Crystal's imagination, um, <laughs> it'd almost be like doing LSD in a sense if you were to just dive into my mind. Uh, because I want, you know, it's because I'm a gamer and I'm also and I'm also an author. I really want readers um, when they come to my site to to have an experience. It's not, you know, just about me trying to say hey, buy the book. It's about you come here and you're entertained by something or you learn something. So that's where the immersion part comes in, and that's also where the creativity, the uniqueness comes in as well. Because you know, most author websites are just that. It's like here's the books, here's what's coming out. You know, here's a blog, maybe da 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 da. Um, but I wanted to do a little something different with Crystal's Imagination because I'm also a content creator and I've got all this other stuff going on that I do because I just cannot. <laughs> I have to be doing five things at once, otherwise I, I don't know what I'd do with myself. So if you had to classify yourself, this one's not on here, but if you had to classify yourself under genre, I guess it is why this genre, but if you had to classify yourself as far as for your writing in your book, what genre would you be? Yeah, it's absolutely science. It, you know, it's absolutely that, that borderline between science fiction and fantasy. Absolutely. Why science fiction and fantasy? Well, so the science fiction aspect is also because of the feeling around the books and the topics that I find most interesting, and those topics tend to blur the lines from science fiction to fantasy. So with science fiction, you know, we can talk about aliens and life on other planets and, you know, are we alone in the universe and the history of Earth and ancient aliens and how we were put here. Um, and then you can dive into really interesting topics as well. Um, and they're not too far off where you talk, you know, we talk about spirituality and the power of the brain and creating our own reality and those types of fun things. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm a big believer that uh, I feel like a lot more on planet Earth is true than we think it is. You know, is, you know are, are vampires this mysterious race or could they be aliens? Were, you know, dragons this mysterious race or were they aliens or were they, you know, a species that existed like the dinosaurs do and they just don't anymore or now they just hide in like the hollow earth or like different dimensions or whatever. I just feel like there's just, uh, <laughs> I feel like science and imagination can kind of go hand in hand and I feel like the more that we evolve as a species, the more we're going to end up learning about our planet and what we're really capable of as humans and the quote unquote truth about where we come from and what's been here and might be here in the future and all that kind of fun stuff. You know, I think you just gave me like five more different topics and questions out of that whole uh, answer. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I was like, ooh, vampires. And I was like, ooh, dinosaurs, okay. And because, you know, there's a lot of people, there's some people who don't even feel like dinosaurs exist, you know. Some people don't believe that dragons That's really true. existed, even though we have things like Komodo dragons and different sea mm -hmm. animals with the actual title dragons on them. They just don't believe in the actual 
they're not the actual fire-breathing mythical dragons that we see, like, on Game of Thrones and things like that. So that's right. really interesting. I've always, um, I've always been a big fan of fantasy and sci-fi. I'm not, a lot mm-hmm. of people confuse sci-fi with horror um, when they talk about genres, and I am not a horror fan. But I am a sci-fi right. fan. I recently, mm-hmm. um, and I also want to know whether or not you watch Lovecraft Country. I recently just started watching Lovecraft Country when I realized that it wasn't horror, that it was sci-fi. Um, and the past episode they had, they dived into um, out-of-this-world aliens, or if we want to call them extraterrestrials. I'm not really sure what the proper term is for them. But I'm just going to go with aliens since that's what we said. But it was really interesting. The subconscious mind and the things that you could do in the subconscious mind just in that episode, I've just really found that I'm, I'm really – I'm getting more into sci-fi than what I would like to admit. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy sci-fi. Fantasy is always big. I'm, a, I'm probably one of the biggest Harry Potter fans out there or black Harry Potter fans, I will say. Um, so mm-hmm. do you find, one, are you a Harry Potter fan? Two, do you watch Lovecraft Country? And what shows, uh, go ahead. what shows do you watch as a sci-fi creator? And do you critique them? <laughs> well, uh, sometimes, yeah, I, I, I do. I do, actually. I do. There's a little, yeah, a little bit. Not too much, because when I watch... When I watch a TV show, like I, I like to be really immersed into it. Otherwise, I kind of just wander off and do something else. So um, usually my time is spent really enjoying the show other than like if I'm in, if I'm in straight up critique mode, then I'm not enjoying the show and I'm just like LOLing and I'm not going to stick around for it. Uh, I'm not an actual Harry Potter fan. I feel like I might be like the only person on the planet who is not a Harry Potter fan. Um, well, that, and then that's just the ha- end of the episode. <laughs> 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 I'm like a hilarious, spiteful, not Harry Potter fan. But because I've been getting so much crap from, like, all my friends for so long for not being a Harry Potter fan, when everybody found out that, like, J.K. Rowling was, like, a horrible person, I was just like, LOL, 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 Now, so we can go with this debate, too. Now, I am able to displace the author. From the work. This mm-hmm. is like what we talk about the yeah. R. Kelly topic. We're going to talk about are you able to displace the the mm-hmm. person, the mm-hmm. creator from the material? Right. And that's really interesting. I was um, I was actually watching a, a really uh, funny YouTube video about that, about kind of separating the artist from the work. And that's absolutely possible, I think, from just a almost like a, an enjoy an enjoyment of the of the of the work standpoint. Um, but then she made a, another really good point that you know. However, when you when money starts to be exchanged for the art, then you are inadvertently supporting the author. Like there's just no way around it. There's there, there's literally like if you buy the Harry Potter video game or you buy the books or you go and you get the Harry Potter merchandise or whatever, you are like <laughs> facial expressions giving right now is amazing. You are still supporting this crappy person, and it's not and it's not a judgment thing. It's not a judgment thing at all. It's just that it's really hard to do that in the way that we kind of consume creativity right now it's, it's just hard and I, and I, I know i feel right bad now. for harry potter fans i really do because I, I know so many harry potter like my mom's a huge harry potter fan like she got the cloak we go to harry potter world all the time like you got the house I'm and all that kind of stuff yeah <laughs> like a huge harry potter fan so i think you know it it is what it is 
Um, with that, I want to get into Lovecraft Country. I do. It's on my list of things to watch. Hilariously, because the world's just been so crazy, I started watching True Blood just for the LOLs because I'd never actually watched it before. And it's like oh, I love terrible that. fan fiction that I can't stop watching. It's great. <laughs> you know, it's, it's True Blood is definite. I, I actually did not watch True Blood until the, for the first time earlier this year. I was looking for other things to watch besides um, this is when Corona was really on, and I was just tired mm-hmm. of seeing, because I'm a big news person, so I was tired of seeing mm-hmm. that. I was tired of, I'm not a Hallmark person. I was tired of Lifetime movies. I was tired of watching Snap. So I was like, you know what? I need to find something else to watch. And so something that has an, I'm also that binge watcher that I don't like it if it has two seasons. I need like, three, four, five seasons that I can watch so I can, you know, have something consistently mm-hmm. to watch on. And I watched Absolutely. True Bloods, and I definitely enjoyed True Bloods. Um, I think Sunny chimed in and said she liked True Bloods, too. Um, I do I'm not like True Bloods. It. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's great. <laughs> it's just it really it's like, it's, it's, it's such so a great dramatic. show to put on that you don't have to take seriously, and you're just like... For me, I was watching, and I'm just like, this is like has to be a lesson in, I don't even know, like maybe in like how to write ridiculous dialogue and still get seven seasons. Like I don't, like, <laughs> like I don't, or something. Like, <laughs> I don't, yeah, it was great. You, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think it definitely might. Um, I, I was watching some episodes, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so, it's like a, it's like a, um, a, a vampire novella. Basically, is oh what I is what I kind of <laughs> It's like all the crazy things that you would think would happen actually happen. Uh-huh. Now, oh, yes. in your writing, do you tend to consider yourself as a dramatic author, a dramatic sci-fi author? My editor would probably say yes. There were some notes she gave me when she was editing book two, and she was like, wow, and now we're in a Spanish soap opera, so can we maybe tune this down a little bit? And I'm just like, what? I'm a Scorpio. I got There's emotions. I have feelings. What? Uh, <laughs> so I That's probably, very true about Scorpios. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not to, not on the true bloods level, but, yeah. I mean, because Sonarchy, there's, I mean, there's a lot of, there are a lot of strong feelings in Sonarchy, not just the romance side of it, um, but kind of how uh, the the family interacts with each other, and you know when they hate each other, they really hate each other. I don't I don't think there's anything lukewarm in any part of the first two Sonarchy novels, and there really won't be in Sonarchy Book Three either. So, yeah, it's a little it's dramatic. It's definitely a little dramatic. So give us give us a brief if you can give us a brief synopsis of The Awakening Book One and and if we want to get into it, which I thought, zippers out there, you guys actually can get a free copy of Awakening mm-hmm. Book One on Crystal Imagination, crystalsimagination.com. You sign up for her um, web listing, and you'll get a copy and access to the book. I actually started reading while I was on my trip. I actually started reading uh, Book One, so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, in between midterms and traveling back home, I'm like, dude, my phone died while I was on the plane, so I was upset about that because I was like, no, like, I'm, like, zoned in, so if we could give them, I don't want to give the story away, so, if okay. can, and don't, don't tell too much because I'm, like, on chapter four, so 
I don't want to Okay, be, got you. Like, <laughs> I can't spoil I can't spoil I got it. I got it. I got it. No worries. No worries. Um, so the story of the awakening, it's basically it, not reading from my back synopsis if I have to describe it, which is also really hard for all of to describe your book. You're just like, I wrote this amazing thing. Just go read it. Um, I would say that it's really that heirs to a criminal empire find out who is really controlling the world. And that sounds like a really simple statement, but it's not. I get very crazy with it, like crazy, like this conversation that we're going to have today, crazy with it. Um, And I pull in a lot of themes from conspiracy theorists, and I pull in a lot of themes from spiritualists, and I pull in a lot of themes from, like, the UFO community. Like, I read some crazy, amazing things when I was doing research for this book. Um, and then I'll, you have, like, that side, and then on the other side, you have, like, this team of scientists inside of Sonarchy that are trying to make sense with their very logical, you know, kind of Occam's razor scientific brains out of some really fantastical things that are happening. Um, so it was kind of my attempt to kind of take these two schools of thought, you know, what would happen if you are – you know, a a nuclear physicist and you're in a submarine and you see some guy float up from the bottom of the ocean from, like, a sea that's not – what would that do to your brain (laughs) as a scientist? Like, how do do you reconcile that? So it's – yeah. So what was – okay, so in the thought process of writing of when you first developed the – your idea, what was the inspiration behind the story? Or is there any inspiration or underlying meaning behind the story itself? There is. When I, when I first sat down to write uh, book one and book two, um, it was, the idea was really born from, um, I was going through a very interesting spiritual journey that's ongoing. Anybody who's ever delved into spirituality, you know that it's, it's, it's always, it's constant. It's, you learn new stuff like every day. Um, and it was me learning all these very interesting, cool things and quote-unquote truths that I wanted to share with people, and I wanted to put it in uh, a format that it would be easily accepted. Like if you wrote a nonfiction book about, you know, UFOs or spirituality or consciousness or anything like that, then people, you know, they're, they're, they're reading it, they're reading these things with kind of their logic brain on, and it's very hard to get around belief systems so they can, you know, really absorb what you're trying to say. But if you put it in fiction, now they're already open to it. So it's, it's always been my hope that people have put down a Sanarchy novel and then go Google something that they read about it. And then they spend, instead of they spend 12 hours on TikTok, they spend 12 hours now in a YouTube hole where all of a sudden they now believe that there are aliens in an underground base on Mars, which there might be. We don't know. So... <laughs> a good fact. Very much so. We don't know. That is the that is the part of the conversation we're gonna have is that we don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So in book two, after reading book one, so we get through book one, right? And we're like, oh my gosh, what? In book mm-hmm. two, what do we look mm-hmm. forward to in book two? Um, and is there a, was there a difference in your writing style in book one and book two, or the same? I hopefully book two got better, uh, <laughs> and that's, and that's <laughs> actually I I, I, I yeah <laughs> you know like it's it, uh, book one is literally the first piece of of serious writing that I ever put out. Like I've always written like terrible stories like as a child, so it's and they always say like the first you know artistic thing you do is like crap. Uh, but I've gotten pretty 
good feedback on it, so hopefully it's not too much crap. So hopefully, and not just continuing the story, Sonarchy Book 2, my writing got better. Um, that is that is the hope. In Sonarchy Book 2, the reason that, it, you know, it's the awakening and then the ascension. So I leave, definitely book one is pretty short, and it leaves on a cliffhanger. And then in the ascension, I go a lot deeper into a lot of the backstory from the characters that you met in the first book. I go deeper into really the universe. Um, I play around with some concepts concerning heaven and angels. In my universe, heaven is a planet, um, and that's where angels are from. And, you know, I, you know, I play around with that kind of stuff. So it, it really, uh, book two is thicker, and it, it delves deeper in the, into the Sonarchy mythology and answers some questions. And some people yelled at me for how I ended book two, which was awesome as well. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> So with book three coming out, what is the anticipation? So we get through book two, too. So when can we expect the release of book three? Book three feels like that I've been in labor for, like, years. That's <laughs> that's what book, book, book three feels like. That. So book three started out as this one idea, and I wrote 100 pages of it and then decided that I hated it and didn't write for a very long time. And then – picked it back up again, and now this current incarnation of book three I absolutely love. Book three is meant to be a standalone. So if you never read Sonarchy book one and Sonarchy book two, you could dive into book three and not be lost. Um, it's definitely set inside of the Sonarchy universe. There are some callbacks to characters um, from Sonarchy book one and book two and that sort of thing, but it, it is meant to be a standalone. Um, hopefully people can expect to be able to read it first quarter of next year. That is my goal to finish the book this month, get it out to the editor, start that process, so first quarter of next year, people can get to it. Um, I am sharing my entire creative process writing this book. We can talk about that later. Um, uh, book three, I wanted to be hopeful. I wanted it to feel um, definitely hopeful. I wanted it to feel big and fun and keep the theme of Sonarchy where it, it makes you think. Uh, maybe not as hard as book one and book two made people think. I got a lot of I got I got good reviews, but I got a lot of reviews of that. That people were like, I needed a brain break from reading Sonarchy book one because my brain you just like set my brain on fire, which I thought was also awesome. Um, so less of that, <laughs> but a lot of hopefully a lot of things that'll make people go, why don't we do that stuff on Earth? <laughs> I want there to be a lot of that when you're reading Sonarchy book three. <laughs> So before we take a quick, quick break, um, what at what age did you discover, I guess, your love of sci-fi, your love of writing, and what sparked you to say, you know what, I'm going to write a book? Um, so early. I couldn't even tell you how young I was when I first started writing, but I know it was early. And I do remember that the first story that I ever wrote, quote-unquote, seriously, I'm doing air quotes right now, uh, was a story about a boy and his horse who ran around solving crime. I don't know why that was going to be a thing. Uh, that was like the earliest story that I ever wrote. And then there's this another story that I wrote probably in my late teens, I want to say. Um, and it was a story, it's a story about uh, someone who makes a serial killer. Uh, because some of my favorite, I grew up reading like Silence of the Lambs is one of my favorite books of all time. I think Hannibal Lecter is like Darth Vader. They're just two great villainous characters. Um, and I 
when I was going to grow up, I wanted to be an FBI agent in the behavioral science unit and run around and spend my life like catching serial killers. But I didn't do that. And I'm kind of glad I didn't. Um, but I wanted to do that for a very, very, very long time. Like I'm just like fascinated by that kind of stuff. <laughs> so yeah, early, early. And I, I didn't know I was going to end up writing sci-fi books. That's not what I thought. I thought I was going to end up maybe writing like true crime or, or something like that. And sci-fi just kind of exploded out of me and that's where we're at and I'm good with it. But I'm still going to go back and finish that serial killer book at some point. I've, I've got it on like an old school like floppy disk drive still that I've got. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to end up... So we're not, we're not going to get the horse? We're not going to get the horse story? You're not going to get the horse story. No, that one's... No. Nobody's getting that. <laughs> not right. <laughs> well, never say never. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a character in one of the books that writes a story about a boy and it's Well, ladies, let's go ahead and take a musical break. And when we come back, we're going to dive more into talking with Crystal, getting into her imagination, which is is very quite interesting. We are learning today. It's very interesting. (laughs) We will be be right back, guys. Shout so fast. I love, love, I'm bad at it. I just can't escape all of these bad habits. I have way too many one nights, yeah. I keep messing up my love life, yeah. I love, love, I'm bad at it. I just can't escape all of these bad habits. I have way too many one nights, yeah. I keep messing up my love life, yeah. Every time I think that I I turn around and then another one comes. Oh God, I be trying, baby. You should know the truth, I ain't lying, baby. Every time I see my new girl is the best. Then I get another text from my ex. Oh God, it's like clockwork. She can do I take her down and buy a new purse. So now you gotta pray just a little, make a way just. Give me, so now you gotta pray just for you, baby. Make a way, a little bit of day. 
guys, we are back. Again, you are tuned in to the Sea with Mo. We are here discussing Crystal's Imagination. We've got Crystal Storm from Crystal's Imagination, the author of The Awakening, book one and book two. We've got, we are talking all things alien, science fiction and fantasy. Our question of the week this week is, do you believe in aliens? So before we switch into the topic of the week, um, you talked about gaming and that you're a big gamer. One interesting fact that you said in your bio is that you play all of your games on the easy setting. Why is that? You live life on hard mode. Why would you play your video games on hard? I don't understand it. Hashtag easy mode. I love it. Hashtag <laughs> easy mode. That's it right there. Final <laughs> tip. Yes. Yes. Rewind that because that's going to be the final tip for today. Let me type that out. Why Hashtag play your <laughs> Why play your life on? Wait, wait. No, what did you say? I mean, life you, is, yes, I, you play life on hard mode. Why do that for your video games? Hashtag easy mode. Hashtag easy mode. Like. Put it on easy. Enjoy the story. Look, when I get to a video game, I just want to murder everything and feel like the biggest hero ever. I don't want to learn what 15,000 buttons I have to press or, like, game. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to enjoy the story and play the game, and that's it. <laughs> so switching into that gaming platform, what games are – what are your top three games that you're playing right now or your top favorite games right now? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so top favorite games of all times is really hard. It's like trying to pick a TV show or, like, books. Um, so I, I play a variety of different games, and there's so many new games out. But my favorite games of all time, Dragon Age Inquisition, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Mass Effect 3. And those are all very story-heavy games. Are all those sci-fi games? Uh, yes. Yeah, a Dragon Age Inquisition is more medieval fantasy. Uh, but Mass Effect 3 and Horizon Zero Dawn, both, both, are, both are science fiction. So I, I'd like to say I'm a gamer, but I'm probably low-key really not. I just like to mindlessly play them. Um, I enjoy <laughs> – my. I used to do – I'm a big Sims person. I played Sims all – like I had every Sim growing up on the computer. My mom loves um, Not so much into it now. I read Grand Theft Auto Five. I love to just get on there and just ram into people, especially after I've been in Houston traffic for like an hour or two. Um, <laughs> definitely like to just like literally, I'm that person. I walk around in like the actual um, online play, and I randomly do shootouts with people for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, video games are like therapy too. <laughs> They are. I really enjoy playing Red uh, Red Rubber Redemption 2 on PlayStation. Um, That has definitely been the go-to. I really enjoy it. It's funny because I actually end up watching more than I end up playing, and I actually enjoy. My favorite thing on Red Rubber Redemption 2 is when the mister gets the gun and he, like, walks up to people and shoots them, and then their heads explode. That's really fun. So I love that. Like that, I don't. I get the most facial expression right now is like amazing. Like I did not know this about you. It is. If you have not looked it up, look it up on YouTube. It is the most like, but it is the funniest thing to me. The way that the graphics. I really enjoy Red Redemption too because of the graphics and the amount of time that was spent um, 
on the actual details of the online play. The game itself, but on the online play, um, I really, really enjoy. I actually stopped playing the game mode and went to online play because the detail in animals and the area and terrain that they put into it um, is really good. I, I My son is into Fortnite. I am not a Fortnite person. I watch him for like 10.5 seconds, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You built the fort. Awesome. Mm. Bye. Um, but definitely, um, I, I tried to do, um, my daughter has a switch. I tried to do, uh, animal crossing, but then I got frustrated because I don't like time sensible games, the games that like it goes with daytime. Mm -hmm. So if I build a house, it takes the next day. So I cheat. I do look up a lot of cheats. I love cheats. And my favorite is fallout, fallout shelter. I love fallout Fallout great. Yeah, oh, I'm yes. a big Fallout Shelter person. Um, I really, really love enjoy it. it and you would probably Fallout enjoy Shelter. Fallout 4. You Because you like I, Sims and you like shooting, you would love Fallout 4. Because I have, I've got so many hours in Fallout 4, I don't even want to talk about it. But <laughs> yeah, Fallout 4 is a great game for that. Okay, so, um, well, you already kind of answered the question of why gaming. Um, it's kind of like therapy, but are there some other reasons why you choose gaming? It's fun. You know, it's literally just fun. And, uh, I mean, it's awesome that we now kind of live in a world where you can make money off of gaming and you can, you know, do it online and, and share it with your friends and hang out. And I've found it to be great. Um, I stream on Twitch. I've met a great – I mean, some of my best friends in life now I have met through Twitch. I met my actual girlfriend through Twitch. Um, she just wandered into my Twitch channel one day, and that's kind of how that happened, which is amazing. Um, it's been it's been just an awesome experience where you can just kind of go online for a couple hours and play some video games, or and just hang out with people and just you know talk about just like whatever and just relax, and it's it's just fun. It's a lot of fun. So, what makes your Twitch platform unique? There's I mean there's so many Twitch people to follow mm-hmm. that I'm learning mm-hmm. um, that. Like, that's now the thing um, as far as in the gaming world to do. So why would someone, why would we want to follow your your platform on Twitch? Uh, you will not get any competitive gaming on Crystal's Imagination. Everything is played on easy mode. I play a lot of story-heavy games. Um, and you'll get a variety. I don't just do gaming on my channel. Um, I do interviews sometimes. I do my book reviews on my Twitch channel. Sometimes I'll get on my Twitch channel um, and we'll just brainstorm. I'll be like, guys, i got a plot hole coming up in Sinarchy Book 3. Let's talk this out. Or if I need some alien curse words or something. Um, I do a lot of creative stuff on my Twitch channel. Uh, I just recently, I'm going to be 40 next month, and I just got into tabletop gaming, which is so much fun. It's like so much fun. Um, so me and my crew, um, we all decided that we were going to take this tabletop gaming obsession that we have, and we turned that into another Twitch channel. So we do that two nights a week, and it's just it's, it's crazy. So, yeah. So come hang out with Chris's imagination if you want to be all up in my imagination and, and then you want to, like, watch us tabletop game and stuff. Just that's why you come hang out. Sipper, she is lying to us. She does not look a day over 25, ma'am. You are not, no, not going to be 40. A <laughs> day over 25. What, what a blessing you got in aging. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what your regimen is. <laughs> For real, can we, I mean, what are you doing? Because I've got five years to there, and I want to know the secret. Nothing. <laughs> playing, playing, life on, playing the games on easy mode. Look, 
So I'm going to go switch all of my games to easy mode. And for the rest of my life as a gamer, I'm playing on easy mode <laughs> because my word. And I'm going to drink a lot of coffee. I'm going to go back and listen. <laughs> I'm going to listen to all the, all the, uh, she started, I'm going I'm to go back and all the movies and everything she listened to. We're going to do all of that because my Lord, what definitely gorgeous, gorgeous. So I just had to go ahead and put that out there. So before we go into the topic, what is okay? So as an author and being as a minority, what why is it? Two questions. Why is it important to tell your story as a creator, and what advice would you give to young authors or people who are in young gamers out there um, wanting to create platforms or struggling with the actual idea of or actually? pursuing, um, creating. Okay. Uh, wow, that's heavy. Okay. So, yeah. (laughs) So for the first one, use your voice. Use your voice. That is your throat chakra. It is very important to use your voice, um, whatever that may be. Um, I feel like there's a lot of pressure, just especially right now because of how crazy things are, and people want you to use your voice in a certain way, and you got to do this, you got to do that. So that's why it's so important for you as a creative, and I feel like we've all got a little bit of creativity in, inside of us. Use your voice the way that feels true to you. It is important for you to do that. The world is ready for you to do that. You just need to be ready to do that. Um, and when and it, it's freeing, and it also there's something very beautiful about it because one, I firmly believe that that's what the world needs, more people doing the things they love. And two, you give, when you do it, you give someone else permission to do it as well. So it becomes this really beautiful thing when you stay true to yourself um, and, and you use your voice in a way that feels true and important to you. So do that, whether it's through your gaming or your art or your, or your writing or you know this other amazing thing that you do, whatever it is, use your voice. To the second question, Um, there's a lot that goes into being a content creator now, especially because everybody's realized that everybody can do it. Um, So I think you need to, you need to have a lot of tenacity. You need to learn as much as you possibly can from teachers that resonate with you. Um, You need to be very consistent in what you do. Um, And you have to let go of any fear of success that you might have. Because it's very, you know, as much as we're all out there making videos and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and whatever, there's a, it, there's a, a level of vulnerability that it takes to put yourself out there because it's very easy for somebody to be, you know, quote unquote mean or to judge you on the internet. So uh, my mama taught me to have a very thick skin. Uh, I'm blessed that my mama also gave me a pretty solid business background as well, so that helps a lot. But even so, as a content creator, I still it's a whole, it's like wild wild west out here where we're all trying to like figure things out and learn as much as we possibly can, and um, you know define success for you. You know you don't have to be ninja or you know you know the biggest YouTuber or the biggest TikToker or whatever. Just define success for you and decide what you want. And, um, you know, make that plan and stick to it and don't stop. Well, that in itself was like 17 hashtags and like five final fits. Um, so I think that that's great encouragement because we don't have, we don't see a lot of women gamers, women authors, especially women black sci-fi authors. We don't have a lot of that in our minority. So 
that's why this was really important um, for those of our sippers because we do have young sippers that are listening and paying attention to what we're doing and the questions that we're talking about, um, which we've noticed and seen. We've had several of our young youth calling in, some of our young sippers calling in, and even for us two older people out there, um, I think that that's good advice and good information, using your voice, hashtag use your voice, that is one of the most powerful hashtags I think we've had on the show, especially given given the current climate that we're in, given the election that is coming up. And, again, I quick note, October 5th here in Texas is the last day that you can register to vote. So, sippers living in Texas, if you have not registered to vote, please, please do that by tomorrow is the deadline. Check also in your local counties, too, or in your local states and counties what the registration date is because they actually push hours up. So using your voice, definitely, I think we can use that and apply that to so many different um, genres, uh, walks of life. It's just an overall universal good hashtag, good advice to do for everyone out there. So, guys, let's go straight into our topic of this week, which is do you believe in aliens? Now, as we said before starting the show, in our community, this is, in the minority community, this is a taboo question. People will scratch their face up. They will be, like, looking crazy at you. Um, it is such a it is such a dynamic thing. And it's funny because I saw a meme, and I was actually going to post it. I'm going to post it later. It says October, and then it's got the alien life forms. It says we're up next. Um, so, 2020 has, 2020 has held no bars. Um, I think they, they've already been here. So, I'm going to ask both of you, um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about it. And then I've got a special call for you guys that I think both of you are going to be jaw dropping. Crystal, this is going to be right up your alley on um, on mm-hmm. our guest, our guest guest, special guest guest that we have, um, and having her come in and tell the story. Um, I think it's going to be really important for her having that little bit of platform time. Um, but, okay, so who wants to go first? So, you know what, Sunny, you've been saying. Crystal? Do you, nope, Sunny, do you believe <laughs> in aliens or extra, let me, let me rephrase. Not, I'm not talking about people coming from the country, other countries and that your that y'all's president loves to hate on and say, mm. and cage. Mm. I'm talking about People who, people, like beings who do not live on the planet Earth, do you believe that there are life forms outside of the Earth? Absolutely not. Okay, that's one. That's one. Why not? You got to go a little bit further on that one. I don't know. I just don't, like, to me, I associate it with, um, like you were saying earlier, science fiction and fantasy. Like, it's fun to watch in a movie or read, but I just don't think they're real. I I don't, I really don't. Okay. All right. Crystal, do you believe in alternate life forms outside of the Earth? Absolutely. Absolutely. Two schools of thought on that. One, that is a supreme waste of space if we are alone in it. Like, I can't even fathom that. Two, think of it this way. (laughs) 
God source, whatever you call the thing that made planets and humans and all of this awesome stuff that we know that we quote unquote know exists. Y'all really think humans was the best it could do? Just think mm-hmm. about humanity. You are the entity that can make a planet. You have made so many of them. You have made galaxies and all kinds of black holes and suns and things that we haven't even discovered yet. But when it comes to a life form, humans is it? Um, I, I can't. That just don't make so no sense to me. So... I do believe that there are possibility. There's a possibility of alternative life forms outside of the Earth. The reason why I say this is because um, I believe in God, and God is so great. Why not? Mm-hmm. He made Earth, and He made um, Earth. So why couldn't He have made other planets and other things going on? Um, why can't there be such things as time warps and things like that? There are so many things that are existing in this world that are so um, that are so beyond my mind um, that I feel like to say that there are not alternative life sources would be putting God in a box. And wow. my God can do all things, and my God can do things like rainbows and putting color prisms that don't go together together. Although I do hate rainbows, that's a poem later. But um, I feel that. <laughs> Story, I'm gonna to need to hear at some point. I hate rainbows. I've heard it. I mean, that's a rainbow. I'm gonna be a You will have to catch that in my memoirs when my memoirs come out after my after the launch of after the launch of my first book on the 14th. I will let even Sonny was like, what? You thought I tried to sneak that in there. I tried to sneak that in there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But no, I, like I all You said that. all of that, and all we heard was you hate rainbows. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely the only thing I hate. <laughs> like, I got time. I got time later. I got time. Right after the show, I got time. But I, I feel that it's. Our minds are so conditioned to what's in front of us and to things that are so tangible. Now, things like faith, faith is not a tangible thing to me in my world, in my spiritual growth. Um, things like um, sometimes when you, you don't, you, having faith and having um, a blind, um, an unblind faith to my spirituality makes me feel like, why can't there be? Um, I don't know if they exist in the traditional alien sense of what we see. They could, they could not. Um, but I do believe that we as humans, we are so transfixed on what on us being supreme. Um, we've we've got this seniority or this superiority factor in our mind, thinking that because we've got this earth, and yes, we should, because the story of Adam and Eve, of course, God will man to be over the earth and. You know, and when I say man, before I get my feminists out here going up in arms, let me put air quotes, I mean that men and women. But um, I, I feel that why couldn't it happen? If we have things like spirits and we believe in angels and we believe in the soul itself, when you die, we believe, or 
most of us believe, the general thought is that when someone passes on, that there's this spirit, you have a soul. So if my soul and my body is just a vessel for that soul, why can't I believe that there are, that God is great enough to go and take something that maybe doesn't have, maybe it is a little floating orb or a ball of light that rolls around. Maybe on their life, on their planet, they can't have physical bodies, you know, or maybe like this last episode of Lovecraft Country, it was something that it, um, they were like this big, it was like this big lady with this big afro, but the question she asked her, she said, who are you? Name yourself. And that's what she was saying. So if we name ourselves humans, that's what we've named ourselves. So that's what we are. So on other planets, if they name themselves aliens or whatever we want to say, can't there be? There's so many parts of our brain that we don't even use anymore, and especially our kids' generations don't even use anymore because our world is dummy down. Um, so I I personally, I've never seen a UFO. I've never seen, I'm really into astrology. Um, I like astronomy as well. Um, so one thing um, that I did read was that um, in 2003, there was a Harvard study, seven out of 10 self-profane abductees stated that under hypnosis that they had been used for breeding sexual experiences by their alien captors. I don't know if I go that far. I'm not sure. I've never been abducted by aliens. I've never been, I've never had the privilege. I don't think I want to. I think I like the fact of just saying, you know what, the world is bigger than me. If stars can exist and there's other galaxies and there's other life forms, I believe that there's another study that said that possibly life, um, one planet that life, another life source could exist on the Pluto. That was something that they, um, that NASA came back and said that could happen. So, hey, Earth is not the only one in the world. There's other planets that have sources of water and things like that. So why wouldn't they have? Because like Crystal said, if it isn't, it's a really big space out there. And if it isn't and there's habitable planets, can we send 45 and all his supporters to those planets? So then we can say <laughs> there's other people on those planets. Because that would be really great. But <laughs> um, I do think the I think that I think that there have probably been some sightings. I do feel like there probably have been other things because there have been some unexplainable things. Y'all cannot explain to me crop circles. I'm sorry. There is no and logical. So heck, there is, and I t- I love crop circles. Uh, they're going to feature heavily in Sonarchy Book Three because they're so amazing. I I uh, I've interviewed a guy who talked about crop circles at one time as well. Um, y'all need to look up. And let me let me find the actual name of it. Did I write it down? Did I write it down? Did I write it down? I did it right. Let me look it up for y'all. Basically, we sent a message out into the universe, and it was it was the scientists were basically just like it was like this cool scientific message that was just basically our like makeup. And this is what humans are. We sent out a message, and in 2001, we apparently got an answer back in the form of a crop circle. It was an alien face. And it was a response mirroring our genetic makeup, but their genetic makeup was different. And y'all can Google this. Y'all can see the pictures of the crop circles. It's, uh, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. But, yeah, crop circles are legit. Crop circles are absolutely legit. So the earliest sightings that they said, this is according to Google, one of the earliest UFO sightings was in 1450 B.C. when Egyptians saw a bright circle of light in the sky. Some UFO, um, oh, some UFO sightings have been interpreted in the Bible for Ezekiel 1 in the Bible. 
y'all can go back and look that up later. I'm not going to go through that. But if <laughs> biblically they have seen things, then I would say definitely that's a must. Um, we all know Area 51 has been around since 1955, or, well, if you didn't know, now you know. Um, and Area 51, of course, is where they say that they, they do a lot of um, scientific testing, a lot of the scientific testing, a lot of the testing, um, I guess, extraterrestrial testing, um, they would say goes there and happens there. Um, and I would say, yeah, I think our government, I mean, our government, they basically told us that UFOs existed. They put out the footage. There have been over 96 counts. There's only been 96 counts of UFO sightings ever released on, on recording. So half of those I think they put out. I think a couple of years ago they, this was a huge topic where they did do a sighting. There was a UFO sighting that, they, that the government actually released. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that some UFO sightings could be, I mean, again, we have spaceships, so why can't they have spaceships? I think it's glorified. I mean, I don't think they're coming in like Independence Day. I mean, I really hope not that they don't decide to do <laughs> things like things like Men in Black. I do think things exist like Men in Black in my mind. I really do like to think that, you know, there's some secret society out there that's battling, that they probably have galactical battles with you know, with all surprising. kinds of things. You know, just like we could talk about, you know, do ghosts exist? Do we believe in ghosts and do we believe in demons? I definitely believe in those things. So maybe they're aliens. I don't know. Um, you know, I think, I don't, I mean, I don't know if we're all in heaven, we die and go to heaven and then everybody's chilling together. Maybe there's an alien section, a human section, you know, I don't know. Maybe we're all together. <laughs> I don't know. There are some really fun people that uh, anybody listening can follow as well to get updates on kind of the UFO phenomenon. And if you wanted to, especially there are two interesting videos that got really, I mean, this is how, this is why 2020 is so wild, is that the Pentagon actually did release videos from from the U.S. Navy of like drone operators literally talking about seeing an unidentified flying object. Well, they're calling it an unidentified aerial phenomenon right now. And this is how crazy this year is. It was just like, oh, yeah, and then people just went about their business. So you can check out the Tic Tac video on uh, YouTube. You can check out the Gimbal video. Um, You can follow uh, Linda Moulton Howe, who's an investigative reporter. She does shows every Wednesday night. On Twitter, you can follow Joe Mergia. He gets real deep into it. Like, he he gets, uh, like, government testimony from, like, officials and why certain things are happening and real into the disclosure movement. So there's just – it's so easy to jump into this and get really, really deep into the topic. So I encourage people to do it because it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So – Guys, I want to bring in Sierra to the conversation um, because she actually is going to give us an account of her experience, and we're going to ask her the question, um, and then I'm going to get you guys' take on her on her story. Hey, Sierra, welcome to the studio. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Sorry if the audio is bad. I'm in a car. No, you're you are perfectly fine. We appreciate you calling in. So we are talking Most all things aliens. We're talking all things aliens. So my first question, of course, I've asked you because it's the tea with Mo. Do you have a favorite tea, or are you sipping on any tea this week? Um, currently I don't have a favorite tea, but my go-to is always just good old-fashioned green tea. It gets the job done. 
It's good with antioxidants. It helps cleanse the system. It's just an all-around, just a great tea. Well, that's, yep, that was that was our feature, Crystal, who is on, and we've got Sunny on as well. That was her favorite tea this week, so you guys are tea buddies in a sense. So let me ask you this question. Do you believe in or extra life forces that live outside of them? Most definitely. Growing up as a child, I've always heard just alien stories from, like, the adults in my life, just parents about their experience with aliens. So I really have no choice but to believe in aliens. So, Sierra, tell us, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about your story and your experience with Sure. So, um, about a couple months ago, I recently had just the weirdest dream I've ever had. Um, I was abducted by aliens. It started off me in, like, my old high school. Um, I was in my old high school, and then for some reason it just turned into me being, like, on some type of operating table. I remember being on, like, a silver table, just laying there, kind of sedated, uh, almost like I was roofied-like, like I was still coherent, but I know I was in a daze. And I was sitting there, and my eyes were barely open, and I could see, like, some type of life form in front of me in, like, a white coat um, about to start some type of operation. And before they could start, I started fighting with them. And then in my sleep, I actually woke up because I was swinging so hard in my sleep. So it was just the weirdest dream ever. I immediately called my mom because she's had her own experience with experiences with aliens herself. And the first thing she told me was like, "Oh my God, you're a late bloomer. Aliens have been messing with our family for years." And I just thought that was so weird. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just the weirdest thing ever. She was just like, you guys were, she was like, oh, my God, you're such a late bloomer. Oh, my God, this is your first time? I was like, yes, Mom, what are you talking about? This is my first time. I just had this weird dream where I woke up out of my sleep. I'm anxious, anxious AF. I'm nervous. It's like 7 o'clock in the morning, and you're talking about me being a late bloomer. So she started telling me, like, all her old stories again and just the stories that my grandmother had. And my grandmother is a very religious person. You know, she is Jesus all the way down to her toes. So for my grandmother to even be like, oh, yes, aliens were messing with us and da 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 and I just thought it was so crazy. I just thought it was so, just so odd that, you know, even as a kid, hearing these stories is still something that we experience as adults in our family even to this day. So, so did you it, have for your family, has it always your body? been? Hold I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody got questions. Go go ahead, Crystal. <laughs> I'm going to cut you off, Sunny. But did you have any noticeable markings on your body when you woke up? No, that was a, uh, another thing. I had, like, no markings on my body, but I will never forget that dream because when I woke mm-hmm. up, the first thing I thought to do was to call my mom because, you know, I've heard the stories growing up all my life. So, you know, mm-hmm. who better to call mm-hmm. than your mom, especially someone who has experience with it? So, but mm-hmm. no, no noticeable markings, no soreness or anything like that, which is the same question she asked me, actually, which I thought was funny. But no, none of that. Mm. Mm. So I guess I was swinging in my sleep before they could get to me. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Sunny. So 
in your family has it always been just a dream or has anybody experienced something in addition to that? Oh, in my family, it's always just been either we're asleep or awake. Like some of our, some of the people in my family are clairvoyant. Like they can actually see spirits, and they don't say much about it because you know it's not something that you would normally just speak about socially. You know, especially just out and confidently about because it's still not necessarily mm-hmm. looked down upon, but it's looked at in a sort of way of you know that's not normal. So. Um, I know that there are some people in my family that can actually see spirits and just, you know, see aliens or that has has had that experience, but they don't talk about it much because, you know, it's just not the topic to talk about, especially in the minority, you know, in the black community, you know, it's looked at as if, you know, you're weird or, you know, you're not normal. So what would you say that... Go ahead. Go ahead. You sure? You sure? You sure? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. That's a good question for her. <laughs> with, with, uh, number one, I'd be real mad at my mom, by the way. I'd be like, hold up, this has been happening for how long, and you didn't tell nobody nothing? Thanks. That's number one. <laughs> you sound like you were real calm with your mom. Um, when your mom was describing her experience, has anyone in your family ever woken up with anything weird, like, you know, unexplained, like, marks or... Um, you know, any kind of leftover residue on your clothes or any kind of feeling like there might be something implanted underneath your skin? I know that sounds like a really rude question, but it's kind of common sometimes in the duckies. No, 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 I definitely understand. And I think so. Um, I've, Again, I've been hearing these stories since I was just a kid, like maybe six years mm-hmm. old. I'm 24 now, so these stories are kind of like, you know, just family stories to hear. Like my aunt my, always tell me about the things that she saw, my mom will say, you know, that she's got gotten a couple times. Even my grandma's story is just incredible because it's just, she's such a religious person. But so for her to even mm-hmm. talk about, you know, seeing anything extraterrestrial is just, it's mind boggling to me because she is so, you know, Jesus, 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 you know, if it ain't Jesus, it's wrong. <laughs> so for her to talk right. about anything extraterrestrial is just crazy. And for her to like talk about it and believe it, you know, and to know that it happened. So that's what right. makes me believe in it even more because she's so religious that when she talks about anything other than Jesus, it's just like, wow, like this actually happened to you. Like you know this, like deep down in your core that this happened to you. Yeah. Has it always been a negative experience with your family? Um, I wouldn't say negative. Um, it's also it's always just been like the point of just top of the top of the conversation just for us to just talk about it you know it's always been normal in my family so when I told my mom about it you know her first reaction was oh my god you know you're a late bloomer and I'm just like a late bloomer <laughs> like that's, the, that's not the first thing I want to hear when I'm telling you about this weird experience that I just had you know I'm waking up out of my sleep in sweat you know pretty much fighting the air and you're like oh you're a late bloomer so it's always been normal for us now, was, when you went to sleep that night, was, did you feel that it was like a deep REM sleep, or did you feel that you were in a light sleep? I honestly don't even know. Like, I just know I went to sleep normally, you know, nothing different than what I normally do at night. Um, just just a normal sleep for me, and it just kind of happened. It was so weird that the first thing I could think about was to call my mom because, you know, she's experienced it. The first thing I'm going to call is my mom. So it was just, it was a normal sleep for me that night. Nothing out of the ordinary, nothing different. I wasn't under any influence. So it was just so weird for me that that happened. 
Now, did you have a sense of fear in the dream? Were you um, fearful? Did you feel that that the presence was there to cause harm? Not necessarily fear, more so anxiety. Because, you know, like in the dream, I could be, I felt it in myself that I was like, oh, my God, it's finally happening to me after all of these years. But I was also anxious because I was my first one. I've never had an experience like that before. So when my mom did call me a late boomer, I was just like, yeah, I got to be because I'm 24 years old. And, you know, it's been happening to y'all since I was like 13. So I'm way behind. But, no, no fear, just more anxiety than anything. So when it happens on multiple occasions, like, say, with your grandma and your mother, is it always the same type of experience where you're, you know, laying on the table and they're trying to, I guess, per se, do a procedure? Or are are there different types of, I guess, the abduction that they've experienced? It more so felt like they were experimenting, you know, like they just pulled somebody random off of the, you know, just picked somebody randomly. And they were, you know, just trying to get to know us better or, you know, trying to figure us out. Kind of how we do, like, in high school with frogs, how we would dissect the frogs. Um, just kind of like that, just, you know, just trying to explore our anatomy a little better. And that's with every experience, like with your grandparents and or your grandmother and your mom. And is it only the women in your family? Oh, no, it's happened to the men in our family as well. Um, it happens a lot to my uncle, not my uncle, my cousin. His name is Dimitri. It happened to him a lot to the point where it happened to him a lot to the point where they thought he needed help because it was happening so frequently and he will always wake up out of his sleep and, you know, and like just scream and cry about, oh, they're coming to get me. They're coming to get me. Like it happened to him a lot, actually. I wish I could talk to him more about it, but I have no idea where he is at the moment. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So do you feel that it's going to happen again to you, and do you think you'll be more receptive to when it happens, as in the first time you were taken by surprise? Honestly, I don't know how I would feel if it were to happen again. I'd probably do the same thing, only because I'm such a cautious person. And I just, I don't know. Like, if it were to happen again, I'd probably just, you know, kind of lie there just to see where it goes. But if it starts to get a little too just, weird or out of the ordinary for me, I'd probably fight back again. <laughs> but um, if it were to happen to me again, then I would probably definitely be a little more receptive to it just to get a little more information out of it because it was my first experience. And being that the adults in my life have happened, it's happened to them more than more than one time, I would definitely like to know, you know, um, just what they were trying to do or maybe try to communicate with them because I also practice, like, um, just – just dreaming, but like you know, being able to put your um, lucid dreaming. I also do practice lucid dreaming. So mm-hmm. if one day I have the honor to ever just you know be able to just lucid dream in that particular um, in that particular element, I would definitely just kind of let it happen and see where it goes, and hopefully it doesn't go too far to where I'm a little you know just thrown out of the ordinary. Now, now for those of us who don't but... know what lucid dreaming is, what is a lucid dream? What is lucid dreaming? Oh, so lucid dreaming is kind of like being able to take control of your own your own dreams, basically. Like, you know, especially in some dreams, there's always, like, a specific sign where you know it's, like, the exact same dream is happening. So that way you can, like, pretty much control your own dreams. Because normally when we have a dream, it's just kind of all over the place. It's just happening on its own. 
But with lucid dreaming, you know, you're more so taking control over yourself in that dream. So it's kind of like being awake in your mind, but not necessarily being awake. Hmm. Well, thank you for that because you just gave us another topic for the new year. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lucid dreaming is fun. A quick question. If the uh, the people in your family, do any of them, uh, say, live exceptionally long, exceptionally healthy, anything like that? Yeah, like, we don't have any um, any medical, like, history in our family as far as, like, diabetes or anything. None of that really runs in our family. We're typically healthy. Um, eyesight's great. You know, heart's great. Like, we're just, we're fine. Mm-hmm. It's just, for whatever reason, that little one weird thing we have, like, where aliens just abduct us is just... It's crazy because that's always been a thing. And when I tell people that they look at me sideways, I'm just like, no, you can literally ask my mom and my aunt, like any adult in my family, and they will tell you the exact same thing. Like, it's not just me. <laughs> so when you told your friends um, about this story, because I'm assuming you told you ran and told someone, what was their reaction <laughs> to you explaining this? They looked at me like I was crazy, which is expected because, you know, how do you tell someone that, oh, my God, I was abducted by aliens last night. You know, they're going to look at you like, what? (laughs) So when I tell them that I was abducted by aliens and then I even give them the backstory, you know, it's weird, but they get more intrigued with it because it's just like, no, adults are saying this too? And I'm like, yes, the adults in my family are saying this as well. It's not just me. You know, like people like in there, my grandma is even saying the same thing. And when I heard my grandma's story, it was so... I won't say inspiring, but it was so intriguing just to listen to. Because when I tell y'all my grandma is extremely religious, like, she is just, if it ain't Jesus, wrong. <laughs> so when she told me the story about extraterrestrials and just her experience alone, it just, it made me believe in even more. So it's just, it's just a thing, it's just a weird thing that we have, but I definitely believe. So, Sierra, what would be your advice to those of us out there, I guess, to, I don't know, I don't necessarily think you're speaking, but your advice to those who would go through the experience or who have gone through the experience? If you have gone through the experience, I would definitely say talk about it, no matter how crazy it makes you look, because you never know what somebody may believe unless you ask them. So definitely talk about it, you know, get your, get it out there, get it off your chest if you have to. And, you know, do some research behind it, you know, because as soon as I got, as soon as I had mine, I called my parents, obviously. They gave me all the advice in the world. And, you know, it made me feel, it made me feel more at peace with my situation because it was my first time and it was so weird. So definitely just, you know, talk about it, get it off your chest if you have to, if it makes you feel lighter, you know, just really just talk about it, really get it out there because there are people who believe in extraterrestrials. And I'm one of those people, so you know, you never might know. You might find some comfort in the strangers who believe who believe the same thing as you believe. Last question, or one of the last questions: What did the being look like? Do you remember, or do you have a vision of what they? I remember them being gray, like some form of gray, probably like a lighter gray color, and a white coat. Um, I don't really remember, like, what their structure looked like as far as, like, hands or face structure, but I do remember them being gray, and I do remember them being in, like, kind of like a white coat and reaching out to me. Like a hand or claw? Yeah, like a like a hand. 
like a hand reaching out to me about to, you know, start the operation, and then I started swinging, and then that was it from there. <laughs> so it also it makes me wonder whether or not they are so great, I guess, in the um, in the in form taking. It's possibility, like how they say with angels, angels come to you in different forms. Like angels will not come to you or spirits won't come to you in a um, harmful or a way that would either make you feel um, upset or, and I'm wondering if in that, in that form. Now with your family, is that the same description that your family has given in their accounts as well? That's what my grandmother told me. She told me, she was like, it probably wasn't an alien. It was probably an angel just coming to you in some way to try to protect you from something that was going on in my life. And I took that, you know, with a little more comfort growing up um, Baptist Christian. You know, that's definitely something that was on my spirit when she did tell me that. So it did provide me with a little more comfort. Um, But, yeah, I take it. I don't know what I take it as. It was just a weird experience that I will never forget. Um, definitely opened my eyes a little more to just the experiences that we've had in our family, you know. Um, I don't know. I didn't feel, I didn't feel threatened. That I can say. I didn't feel threatened. I was a little, I was a lot of anxious, a lot of anxiety. Um, that's pretty much it. Any more questions, guys? No, I'm kind of speechless and just in awe of her experience and the experience her family has had for it to go through so many generations. It's, it I don't want to drive you out and talk to your whole family. Oh, y'all should. Y'all should really get in there with my family because mm-hmm. their stories are even crazier than mine. Like, my grandmother's story yeah. was so peculiar. She said she got lifted up. She was. I remember she telling me she was walking home. And she just got lifted up. It was a beam of light. She got lifted up, and then she got lifted up out of her sandals. And then when she came to, she was in her room. But when she walked back to the street that she got lifted up for, her sandals were still sitting on the concrete. Hmm. Did she describe the the gray aliens as well? I'm not sure. I really don't remember how she described them, but from Mm -hmm. the story that she gave me, that's really all I remember. But... Just from mm-hmm. hearing her story and my mom's stories and even my aunt's stories, they're just, they're very, they're really eye-opening. Like, you really don't have much to say to it, but you're just kind of looking at them like, wow. <laughs> That's wild. That's why she woke up in her room and then she went back and found her sandals still on the street. That's wild. <laughs> like, yeah, that's man. crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's wild. Like, super wild. So would you, would you, I, I assume you definitely would not have been receptive to getting lifted off the sidewalk uh, versus it being in your dream. Oh, man, I don't know what I would have done if I was lifted off the sidewalk and I came back and saw my shoes still sitting there. Oh, I would have lost it. <laughs> now, was there a time lapse from the time that she was taken, um, from the time that she was abducted to the time that she came back? Yeah, she said it was about a couple hours. Like, she woke up in her bed, and she was taking a nap, and then, you know, she was obviously missing her shoes. So she went back to the sidewalk where she last remembered, and her shoes were still sitting on the sidewalk. And I was like, are you sure they were yours, Grandma? (laughs) She was like, yeah, those were my (laughs) shoes. Fair question, fair question. I would have freaked out because a lot of um, I think what some some of the research I've read this week on the topic is that um, time lapse is a huge thing 
that for a lot of people mm-hmm. that the time is not the same. That um, Well, for some, some have said that they miss no time at all, that they woke up back in mm-hmm. the same instant that they were at, although they felt like they were gone for days and hours and months, um, even to the extreme of years, but they come back in, in the same um the same time and then there's others who have said that they've left and it's been you know out in your grandmother's case hours and hours and hours that are missing in memory and time um and that they could remember some things but they couldn't remember um all the facts of it and then there are others who are just like i know that i'm missing a time and space i know that i'm missing a period mm-hmm. of time of that day and time mm-hmm. that's very common yeah yeah definitely I know. I was just Y'all like, yeah, my grandma on. was like. <laughs> y'all should definitely call Muthan next time something like that happens to y'all. Tell them your story. I don't know if there's a local Muthan chapter where you are, but definitely give them a call. <laughs> Crystal, for, those, for our shippers out there, what is the Muthan? How can we find our local chapter? Uh, you can go to their website. I believe it is MUFON.com. And basically, it's like, who are you going to call when you see an alien? You call MUFON. Uh, <laughs> they're an organization that attempts to take the phenomenon very seriously. So when you see sightings and stuff like that, they record them. They'll come do interviews. You know, like if you, I swear I saw a UFO up in my sky or a UFO just crashed behind my house and you don't want to call 911 because you don't want the government to come. Call MUFON instead. They'll come check it out. Don't touch nothing. Call MUFON. Oh, is he at the well? Oh. Indefinite or well, unsolved mysteries. I don't know if that's still a show, but your family definitely needs to be on unsolved mysteries for sure. For real, for real. It's so crazy. Like if you ever decide you want to go tell this story on tour, I got you as your as your booking manager. I definitely will take you on the road with this story <laughs> and your entire family. Definitely think that we could definitely. Um, I definitely would be interested to hear your grandmother's story because that is very interesting. And the account of that is very interesting. Um, and I think that, again, someone, the fact that she has a very religious background um, and her being a minority as well, and she still had the experience and still can account to it and say, that's huge. And I think that that's a rarity because that is pretty much, un- I, I would say, a ta- now that is taboo in itself um, because, Again, what we talked about earlier was the fact that this question is so, you know, people scratch their faces up. They're so quick to denounce it. Um, like Sunny said, she said no. She didn't believe in it. But I'm thinking she might be changing her answer a little bit after this topic. Um, and for some of our cities out there, and that's why I really appreciate you coming and telling your story. Because when you first told me, I was like, huh, okay, all right. I remember we were in my kitchen, and she told me, and I was like, Okay, and Sierra, actually, you and she, her story actually inspired this topic. This is actually, nice. um, so the show is actually dedicated to her because um, I, I realized that there is a need for us to talk about this topic and to give a platform for you to be able to tell this story safely without any judgment and with the question of it because I feel like if it happened to you and you and it's real enough for you to be able to tell the story, then and there has to be, there's a truth in, in everyone's story and everyone's accounts on things that happen to them in their lives. And like I said earlier, I mean, God is so great. I'm not going to put a cap on him to tell him what is what he can and cannot create and what can exist and can't exist. Um, 
I per, that is not a that is not let me tell y'all now extraterrestrials out there that is not me saying I would like to experience anything close to what Sierra has experienced. If you are, um, and and you know what? Do shout it. out to our extraterrestrial sippers and listeners out there. If we have some, if you are tuning in, we appreciate we appreciate you coming out and listening to the Tea with Mo. If you are listening, but please don't show up at my dreams or at my house. I would appreciate. It. I will let Crystal and Teddy experience that. You can, in fact, come hang out with me. I would, I would enjoy that. Probably, hopefully. You know what, <laughs> Crystal? I definitely don't think that that would not be. That would definitely be a alley. I would not. I would not disagree. I would not. I feel like I would not mind being. I would call it rescued by aliens to go explore the this universe and hang out. Oh, yeah. Hence our title of the show, dear aliens, save us. Us. Yeah, you <laughs> got a hero. <laughs> yes, we we need a hero. Um, and here extra, you know, if you guys are listening out there, our gray or green shippers out there, we would not be mad if you abducted Donald Trump. We really would not be. We would really be in your <laughs> debt if you decided. If you decided to do that, but Sierra, I just want to say thank you again for coming on the show and talking to us. Um, we're definitely going to have to revisit this topic with your grandma and your mom on if <laughs> they want to talk. We would be more than welcome to sit down and talk to them, even if we need to do a recorded um, conversation with this one, and we would have Crystal back on. Um, I think that we can we we can dive so much deeper into, you know, this topic, and I just feel like us talking about it, this has been a great conversation, and, and we wouldn't be able to do this show today without your story. Um so I appreciate you, and I appreciate you giving us your time, gorgeous. We really appreciate it. Um, any shout-outs you no. want to give before we let you go? Sure. I would love to shout-out my mom. She um, just signed up with Mary Kay. She's doing extremely well. So if you guys need anything from Mary Kay as far as facial cleansing products, um, makeup, and lip glosses, they have some bomb lip glosses. I had no idea. I always thought Mary Kay was for old women. But Mary Kay has some bomb products. <laughs> Um, you can go to her website slash Mrs. Wynn. Wynn is spelled W as in William, Y as in Yo-Yo, two N's as in Nancy, and 11 at the end. Um, you can guys shop on her website. She's doing amazing right now. I'm really proud of her. Um, also want to shout out my friends who were on the last podcast, Isaiah and AJ. They did phenomenal. And also I want to shout out the tea with Mo. Thank you so much for having me and having me you know, just tell this weird story to people, <laughs> to your listeners. I, I I love telling weird stories, especially anything that has anything to do with me. I love to talk. So this was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your platform with me. Of course. You know, you are always welcome. You are family. So definitely cannot wait to uh, have you guys over again at a kickback. I will see you soon. Um, and, again, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And I got a I got a t shirt for you coming, so don't worry. So text me your size and I got yes, you on some ma'am. merch. Thank you so much. And, I'm and they too, because I know they I know Zay's probably, but I know Zay's probably saying, well, what about me? I got him too. Don't worry. So I got both. Of them. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Let's we'll have an outside conversation and um on talking and maybe possibly sitting down with your mom and your um, grandma because. We definitely want to um, talk to them because that's going to be interesting. And that's a completely different show, too, about being religious and also believing 
Um, I mean, we will probably need about four hours for that show, but I, we definitely will dive back <laughs> into this topic a little bit deeper. Um, of well, guys, course. we are going to we are going to take a music break, and we are going to come back, and we're going to do the product of the week, and we are going to talk a little bit more um, about how we can follow Crystal and get all of her books, um, her Twitch platform, all of those good things when we come back. We'll be right back, guys. Still 
dealing with the battle, feeling so inadequate. And I know that I should've stayed, but at the time it felt like I had to quit. And I know that you probably thinking just how you're thinking about myself, but you're still playing in my head to this day, talking about. You could have held, but still choose to be enough. Neither of us knew what we wanted. But all we knew is that we cared. Still, all we paid you was a All right, Sippers, we are back. Again, you're tuned into the Tea with Mo. What other place will you be? Where will you be on Sundays at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time? I don't even know the East Coast, the West Coast time. I'm not even going to go there. It's been a long show. My mind is blown. But you're here now. So um, shout out to our extraterrestrial um, non-life listeners. I'm going to be... Um, Gender, I don't even know if you would call this gender identity. I'm going to be, I don't know, species. We we support all species here at the Tea with Mo. Um, we definitely <laughs> believe in oh the my. justice and all alien equality matter. for all. All aliens do matter. Whether if you're from Mars, Pluto, the fish, Milky Way, the moon, not sure. But we love you all. <laughs> Just don't come visit me. I've been doing this kind no, of research no. for such a long time. I've been on radios. I've talked to them. They have yet to come hang out with me. So they're coming to you your house tonight, Mo. While we were sitting here, my alarm ding when we started talking. So if y'all saw me get up from the studio, that's why I got up because I was like, what is that being in? No, 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 no. Bob. I always say when mm-hmm. I hear unnecessary noises in my house, I call it Bob. I call him the noise Bob. So I'm like, hey, Bob, they trying to run in your territory. Look, me and Bob got to understand it going on. So, <laughs> no. And my face, I was like, oh, no. I turned on all the lights. I turned on all my lights. My electric bill going to be high. Um, but, guys, this has been this has been a good conversation. Each, you know, each week we do this, it's always um, an anxiety in the mind. I think Sunny and I both go through that where we're like, okay, is this topic going to be received well? Um, some topics are more, you know, more the kooky topics are more, you know, y'all can kind of tell whose personality goes with what topic. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the look on Sunny's face right now. <laughs> If y'all can see her as the look she's giving y'all need to take this to Twitch because y'all seriously y'all need to y'all need to start doing this on Twitch because y'all facial expressions while y'all are amazing. It is so good, especially Sunny. It's like especially Sunny. You know what? We're gonna have to talk. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Most like this topic is she told me. Some stuff, but not everything. And she did it for a reason because she knew exactly the answer to this topic's <laughs> questions from me. She already knew it. That's why she was laughing so hard at the response. <laughs> so, you know, I I'd like to. I always we um we have a show. Yeah, as what our sisters don't know is we do have a show schedule. Um, you know, we pick um we pick the appropriate person for which one's what we're gonna do and. Crystal, you and I, we had a great conversation um, a few months mm-hmm. ago on this topic and when asking you to do the show. And um, 
for some of the topics, some things I leave off on the show until she and until she reads. I give her the show script at the end, like at the last minute for a reason because <laughs> I know some topics she's gonna be like seriously. Now I will say our Virgo show, we both were jaw dropped at some of the stuff that our uh, poet of the month Tad Nip said to us. Um, we both were like, oh, wow, oh my gosh. So we will have to talk about doing the Twitch platform. If I can figure out how to do this um, with the Zoom and other platforms, um, I think I'll be it would happy be to show you. Oh, yeah. yes. She'll have it figured out by Wednesday. No worries. Oh, is that how she rolls? Oh, yeah. How she yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. Mo, uh, Pretty OBS much. Studios, it's free. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change your life. <laughs> Text me that. Please text me that. Uh-huh. Right I got you. So I, I got think, you. OBS yes. Studio, Zoom, and Twitch all work together beautifully. Well, we need to figure that out because definitely mm-hmm. we want um, – I definitely need to figure that out because that was – you know, as our sisters know, that's something that we, we definitely say. So, um, as I said, this weekend I was actually in Raleigh Durham with Sunny, and we actually did a live video for today's show. We did a drop of letting everybody know that actually as of today, the teawithmo.com is live. Um, so we are super, super excited that our website now is live. You guys can go there and get all the tea. This episode will be listed under our, our SoundCloud link um, as of Monday. Pat on the back to me because I have been posting those those cash shows for you guys. Um, I got some feedback. The show is not up this week, like you said, so I have been making sure I post that. Um, but, Crystal, I want to thank you so, so, oh, no, before we do all that, hold on, we got time. So, Sunny, now we're going to ask you the question again. Do you believe in alternative life forces <laughs> outside of Earth? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> She's not believing until she sees it, and even when she sees it, she's going to think that she's hallucinated oh, and still didn't see it. <laughs> they gonna get her. You know what? She actually would do that. She I'll probably would be abducted by aliens right, right now. I'll probably justify it. I was like, those weren't aliens. Those are demons. She'll get abducted by aliens. She'll get an MRI thinking she got a brain tumor and, like, some stuff. she like, look at her kids be like, did y'all drug me? Which one of y'all drug me? <laughs> it won't be until like two. It'll be four months later when she'll come back on air and be like, "You know what? I had a dream where I got abducted by aliens, y'all." It'll be like four months from now. She won't tell us if it happened. She won't tell yeah, us if well. it happened. <laughs> she likes Crystal. She likes to drop bombs when she thinks I'm not paying attention. Oh, she oh, likes okay, to drop like, 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 mm-hmm. like she she dropped the 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 life changing bomb um, that she we call our significant others or people we're dealing with, Mister. And so she dropped that bomb a couple of weeks ago. She was like, oh, yeah, so me and the mister went out. I was like, stop the whole show. Stop the entire show. <laughs> I love that. She's just be sitting around talking about Lovecraft, and all of a sudden she's like, yeah, by the way, major yeah, life. You know I understand. Okay. I see how she She'll is. I like, got you. you. Know okay. Major, major life session, I, you know. I've got diabetes. Oh, well, you know, you have to. You Say it all like casual. After the beginning, you can't you know, be like, oh, and then change it up. You you have to wait until, like, okay, there's a little meat on this bone, so I can go ahead and throw that out there. For 
Three well, weeks ago, I had a brain tumor, but I did surgery. It's fine now. Don't even worry. Yeah, I'll stop I'll the whole that conversation. Uh-huh. I will stop the entire conversation and say, hold on, pause. I know you didn't just cheat me and mean stuff. I'll be like, we've been friends 26 years, and she'll admit stuff, and I'll be like, hold on, two seconds. Sorry, Sippers. Hold on. Let's let's discuss this really quick. <laughs> when did this happen, and where was I? <laughs> yeah, she she tried to do it. She does it so smoothly, though. I will say that she does it so smooth. She'll just be so smooth with it. But I'd be like, it takes me a minute too, because I'll be just keep on talking and talking, and I'll be like, hold on. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely. <laughs> I definitely want to thank you so much. I am so excited, and I think I hope this has been um, a great show for you. I'm, I'm definitely. We are so thankful that you came on and talked about the books, talked about the topics, talked about the gaming, um, everything and anything that you have going on. You already know. Just let me know any way that we can be beneficial to reposting or posting and supporting you. Let us know. Like I said, Sippers, you guys need to go to crystalsimagination.com and subscribe for his newsletter so you can get your copy of the book one, The Awakening, and also so that you guys can purchase and and um, and look out for her new site that's coming because I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, her site is so cool, y'all. You will feel like you just want to scroll. So I do want you guys to go out and flood her inbox. You guys know that one thing we are about on this platform is supporting and not in the event of supporting because of being selfish, but we support just to support our own. Um, We do not do that enough as a community. And if we did think about how much greater we would be as a people, um, so we want to be a supportive. This will not be the last time. I hope that you will be on the show um, and definitely now that we're going to get a switch, a, a switch uh, platform, we're definitely going to have to have you back. And if I can figure out how to get the audio paired up to the Zoom on this, I will be posting. This will be our first video on there if I can get this uploaded. <laughs> I got to figure that out. <laughs> um, but are there any shout-outs or any um, last messages you want to say to everyone? Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, the last message I will say to everyone is that uh, you are more powerful than you think. Don't forget that. That that would be the message. Uh, A big thank you to um, Monique and Sunny for having me on. This has been amazing. Uh, It's been a long time since I've done an interview, and you guys are just so welcoming and supportive and all that. So I love it, love it, love it. You guys, make sure that you are listening to the Tea with Mo. I will definitely be giving you guys a shout-out over on my social media platforms and my Twitch as well. Uh, Do go to ChrisImagination.com. I'm also a web designer, so I am uh, working on updating the site. Hopefully that will be done this week. And then uh, uh, if you want to hang out with me live on Twitch, you can do that. It's twitch.tv backslash Imagination. And then please, i got to give a shout-out to my tabletop group because we are doing some high-quality stuff with that. We do, like, recaps and the video quality and the audio and, and the artwork that we got done for that is all, like, A+. We're, like, making it an awesome production. We're having a lot of fun with it. So you can catch that Wednesdays and Friday nights at 7 Eastern, twitch.tv backslash the Collectors RPG. And that's the tabletop group. We do a Numenera campaign on Wednesday that I lead. And then on Friday, we do the, a D&D 5e campaign. And I play a Dragonborn Blood Hunter, which is fun. <laughs> Sounds fun. That was a mouthful. So you just added like three more jobs to your bio, which you did not put in there that you're a web design 
uh, a web designer. So we will be in touch with I am, and I'm that very happy well. that your website looks great, by the way. I judged the hell out of it. I was like, let me go pick up your website. It looks good. So it looks good. Transfix Resolutions, who actually, um, Tiffany Somerville, who is Transfix Resolutions, she's actually our mar- our marketing director for the Key with Mo. So shout out to her. You guys make sure you go to TransfixResolutions.com. She actually does our web design and everything, pretty much everything and anything um, that I ask, she does. So um, also shout out to Christina. She's our web, um, our graphics designer. So shout out to her. Shout out to Henry Carter and Anne-Marie Photography for all of our photos. And Black Silk, myself, because some of these photos I did. So, um, And I forgot the other girl who did Sunny's pictures. I forgot her name. Shout out to her, too. I'm so sorry. I will definitely do a whole other post on her. I don't do her names either. I, I do that all the time. I'm just like, I love you. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> so, oh, Iman, I am terrible I'm so, Oh, my God. I'm gonna sit <laughs> Shout out to Iman. I am so sorry. We will do a whole other post for her. I do need to do that. But... Um, yes, we need, thank you for looking at it, but uh, we will be in touch too because I have some author questions that I need to run by you because my book is actually coming out, which is an urban, an urban romance. I call it an urban novella. That's my genre okay. I'm saying. Um, it's coming out for the love of it all one on February 14, 2021. So I'm happy to go ahead and put that information out there because I do not tell people. I tell people I'm a writer. I am not a poet. I am not a anything other than a crafter. I am the black Martha Stewart. I am a crafter, now slash host, and I am a, a writer. Um, that is my, my romance, is my niche. But it is definitely not your typical romance. I am, like I said, it's an urban novella. So, yeah, I'm going to be like okay. True Bloods, but for <laughs> – so, I'm ready. I'm um, I'm 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 reading this. All the advice you've given, I've taken to heart, um, and it's been a pleasure for me because I've learned I have learned a lot even in this conversation, um, and I'm super excited for you to share your knowledge with us and to be on the platform. We're actually at this is our fifth month. Um, this is our fish. Uh, this is our twenty second episode. Um, in, in five months, so we are grooving and moving, and I told you that actually, I believe I told you that the website was coming out on this episode, so super excited about that, um, and shout out to you again, I'm just, this is, I keep saying every episode is my favorite episode, but I definitely got to put this one up with our, my top one is our Black Wellness show that we had um, with Stacey from Royalty Consulting, and then it's definitely the Virgo one, and then this one, definitely, because this one was fun. I enjoyed the conversation, and I know our sisters did. Um, I said we weren't going to go past six, but we still have to do the product of the week. Um, so I don't know if you want to stick around, because I still got to tell you the story. So just stick around with us. So, Sonny, no problem. What, let, me, let me do the drop for us, because everybody knows, if you haven't figured out Sippers and Crystal, I love sound effects. I'm such a, um, a, a product sure, drop person. And it's so funny because I have everything loaded up and ready to go, and then I get confused in talking. But here it's the product of the week. Shout out to Tay Parker, a local um, R&B artist here in Houston, Texas, for that drop. Um, we shout him out each week. So you guys can catch his single, Soulmate, on iTunes, um, Spotify. You can, I believe, play it on Pandora. Um, his social media is at K Parker or I, at I am K Parker on all social media. So you guys go and flood his inbox, tell him we sent you, download his song, 
Um, and we actually will play that at the end of the show. Um, so we definitely have to show love to those who are friends and family of the show. So, Tiffany, look, oh, I almost made the whole show. And being around you all weekend, I almost made it. Y'all, come on. I almost made it. Oh, my gosh. Crystal, I have a bad problem with calling her not her her host name. It's so okay. So bad. I'm she so can bad. need to rename herself in Zoom. That's what that's that needs to start. Number one, you could do that real easy. Just right now, <laughs> click on your picture and rename yourself to your show name. Because when you're bad with names to begin with, that's not even right. I understand why you got a show name. Like, what's wrong with your name? No. <laughs> it won't help. It won't help. What's so funny is my dad was our my dad was a guest feature last week with us. Um, shout out to my dad too because he's our number one listener. He actually he did the same thing, and I literally I said I do it every week. I don't think there's been <laughs> not one week I have not done that. I was doing so well. I was doing so good. Maybe well, not. you I'm also right have to take in consideration like they've known me since I've been in elementary school, yeah. and you can't just shift gears like that <laughs> all of a sudden. You can't. <laughs> You're gonna have to wear something on your forehead. Just like call me Sunny, just so she constantly sees it like no, the whole show. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we we just gonna change her name back to Tip. We just gonna call her Tip. We just gonna change her name. I think we just need to change the name back because <laughs> man, twenty two shows over it. That's it. I'm you not, know, after no. twenty two shows, look, we can't. That's you right. But I'm just saying, and it's so funny because mine is easy. Everybody's been calling me Mo Monica. You know, Mo for like forever. So she's always right. called me Mo. So for me, I just be like, dang. I'm sorry, Sippers. I'm going to get it right one day. I'm going to get it right. I'm telling you. I'm going to get a bell sign. When I make a whole show with not messing it up, and technically I'm not messing it up because that is your name, but if you didn't want people to know the story, now they do. I mean, too late. It's way, but, I feel like that's way too late. <laughs> what is our funny? What is our And what's funny is on the script it says sunny. It's okay. It's okay. That's what makes it worse. It's the first. It's all right. It's the first Sunday of October, so I'm we gonna get it right. Slide. It might be a whole year. On our six months, so I'm gonna get it right. Watch. I'm gonna get it right. <laughs> <laughs> so our product of the week for this week is the Organization of Black Aerospace Professionals. It was founded in 1976. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to encouragement and advancement to minorities in all aviation and aerospace careers. OBAP members encourage diversity in the industry by supporting aspiring aviation professionals through Project Aerospace, a series of scholarships, mentoring, training, and youth-focused education programs. The Organization of Black Aerospace Professionals, then called the Organization of Black Airline Pilots, was formed as a result of that collaborative meeting with a focus on preparing youth and young adults to realize successful careers in aviation. Their website is www.obap.com. Well, well that's pretty cool. That I goes well. Mm-hmm. Neither until I Googled it. So what I wanted to picture was a black-owned telescope company. 
And if any of our shippers out there do know of any black-owned telescope companies, please DM us and let us know, and we would love to go back and feature them. I would love to purchase. I'm looking for a new telescope now to purchase, and I've been having a very hard time trying to find um, one that's owned, and, and there may not be one, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, it has to be somebody out there that is black-owned or minority-owned that sells telescopes before I buy one. I'm on a mission to find one. Um, but I actually have to shout out my Uncle Tracy for actually giving me this idea on featuring them um, because we do want to feature programs and products, not just a product of the week, you know, just yeah. a service, but we also want to feature different organizations that are prone to education and the support of our minority community. You can definitely, you guys definitely, um, if your kids are interested in aerospace, um, reach out to them, go look, and they have a scholarship program that you can write an essay to um, that they are looking and seeking active um, participants for their program and for their scholarship program. My child is not, neither one of my, three of my kids is going to be into, I'm hoping maybe one of them will be, but either way, we're going to apply for the scholarship anyway, but um, definitely shout out to them. So you guys make sure you go over and check them out. Um, and we definitely are here to support. So we will do a donation to them um, as well from the Tea with Mo um, coming up this week. So shout out to them. So let's go ahead and get straight into our final sip. I'm not going to play that sound that I played before because that one last week was not a good one, and everyone said they didn't like that one, and that's fine. But all right, so this week on our final sip, this week our final sip is sponsored by crystalsimagination.com. Shout out to Crystal for this one on our final sip. Um, our final sip this week, and I wrote it down. Would you like to give the final sip, Crystal? You can if you would like to. No, you can do it. You can do it. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to it. Oh, where did I put it? Dang it. Did I know it? Hold on. Shoot. I might have even lost it myself. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Got to find it. Live life. This is live show life right yeah, now. Yeah, I think I, I, I might have exited out of it. I was typing it as we said it. Um, no, I got it. Okay. Uh-oh. So here's the final tip, guys. The final tip is you play hard and you play you play life on hard mode. So why would you play your easy game? Oh, shit. My bad. Oh, and I cussed for the first time. Oh, what is going on? Oh, well, my show, whatever. All right. <laughs> here's the final tip. You play life on hard mode, so why would you play your video games on the same? Hashtag easy mode. That is our final tip, guys. With that final tip, I will say, Crystal was definitely right. We spend so much, we work so hard in life, so why would you make things that should be easy and the things that you enjoy harder? So for the things that you do enjoy, make sure that they're easy. Make sure that you enjoy them. Make sure that they provide you comfort. Make sure that it can, it's therapeutic if need be. But make sure that you guys are taking the time. Again, we always talk about self-wellness. Make sure you're taking the time to for yourself, for your mental wellness, whether if it is spending an hour just playing video games um, on easy mode, because that's what I'll be doing, or whether if it's just reading a book. Those new books, book three we're waiting on. So catch up. You guys can read The Awakening like me. Read along with me. Um, and 
just simple things like that. Or if you want to just grab a tea mug and get your tea or perfectly the tea with Mo blend, which you can order from us now on our website in our DMs, and listen to us talk. That's always going to be therapeutic as well. So either way, guys, make sure that you do not make things harder in your life than what they need to be. That is your final tip. We want to send a shout-out to all of our sponsors. Thank you so much for the love and support. Um, Shout-out to all of our international listeners. Shout-out to South Africa. You guys are holding us down on the numbers. So shout-out to South Africa. Shout-out to um, also our one New Zealand listener. Thought that was pretty cool that we have someone in New Zealand that listens to us each week. So that's really cool. Um, shout out to my best friend, best friend um, Toya out in the UK. She tries to catch us every now and then. I know that it is the middle of the night there for her, so shout out to her. Um, and keep on listening. You guys keep listening, keep tuning in. We are here. Go look at our website again. It's now launched. Um, that is the teawithmo.com. You can now go there and click each week to listen to our shows, listen to our past shows on SoundCloud. Um, next week, our show is going to be entitled Cosmic Connections. The topic is, have you ever been to a psychic? This one is going to be really interesting. We are going to have um, a medium um, slash intuitive on next week, um, and she's going to actually do a live reading on air. So this is going to be a really interesting topic. We're going to see if we can get Sunny to be the guinea pig. We shall see if she'll do it. Y'all comment, and we'll see if we get, like, 100 likes, maybe she'll do it for us, which we might be able to do. Um, but if not, we definitely want you guys to call in. Um, she is, like I said, going to be doing live readings. So this is going to be really interesting. On this topic, we want to hear your voice. We want to know if this is, again, guys, the Tea with Mo, we talk about all types of topics. We're going to talk some fun topics this month um, and talk about taboo topics. Shout out to Sierra again for coming on and telling her story and being a, uh, being a voice for black women who have been abducted by aliens because that exists. That's the thing. And we are proud of it, and we are going to support her in her um, in her truth. So, um, again, like we said, like Megan the Science said on Saturday Night Live, we are the most um, unprotected creatures in the universe, black women. So here at the Tea with Mo, we protect our black women, we support our black women, we support our black men, um, and we support all minorities. But on this platform, we definitely protect our black women. So. Again, shout out to Sierra. Um, and go like and subscribe. Crystal's Imagination on Instagram. Go to her website. Go to the Tea with Mo because y'all just want to and because I asked you to. So, you know, that's how it's going to work this week. Um, so, again, um, another congratulations. Again, I have to continue to say this because I'm so proud to General Young, General Tia Young, Tawanda Young, who is my aunt. She just um, retired 32 years in the Army. Congratulations to her and her family. The ceremony was beautiful, being able to see my entire family. It was much needed. Um, shout out to my co-host, my beautiful co-host. Y'all saw us together. She is my sunshine. I am her midnight. You guys can see why. One day we will tell y'all that story. One day you ain't gonna get it today because we out of time. But which is why I understand why you don't like rainbows. Yeah, no, I don't that's, like rainbows. I'm about to tell y'all why. One day I will tell y'all the story of why I don't like rainbows. That's the topic for another day. They gonna get the story. Y'all aren't. That's okay. 
But guys, <laughs> just remember, guys, just remember that when the tea gets too hot, just let it cool down. We'll see y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Five, four, three, two.